Welcome to this week's Ask Me Anything. I think that's the name I've kind of landed on. I don't know. I really haven't been calling it anything, but you are free to ask me anything. And today, Samantha submitted a question. She is wondering, how do you help students organize themselves? Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. Well, Samantha, I feel like I learned this answer or came up with a solution as I was trying to figure out how to organize myself. I found that the more disorganized I was, the more disorganized my students were. The other thing that was like a big aha and I kind of I had to constantly remind myself was that I was not their only class. I know it's like hard to think that your class may not be the most important, but you have to realize that as a secondary student, they have other classes to think about. And more likely than not, everybody has their own routines and procedures and other ways that they want their students to be organized. So my advice here is less is more. First off, see whatever you can digitize possible so that you don't have to worry about students turning things into a physical basket and something getting lost. But then on the flip side, you also don't need to worry about returning things to students because if it is digital, if you are using an LMS, then you can grade everything in there and give any comments and then it just stays. And the moment that it is graded, the student has access to it. The other thing is, is that I still love me some pen and paper notebooks where students record all of their work. So it was probably year two that I had the idea of a spiral bound notebook for a careers class that I was teaching because there were so many loose papers. Students would lose them all the time. I would lose them. It was just a mess. So I had all of the curriculum, the worksheets, everything that I needed to do, and I bound it in a spiral bound notebook. I know that's not always possible, but I learned that by having that notebook, everything was contained. So it was probably year five or six that I started having students use composition notebooks. I provided the composition notebooks. I had even put a label with a student's name and their number, their assigned number on it. And the number was to really help me quickly organize them if I had students turn them in. And I had them keep everything in their notebook. If there was anything that they needed to do that was provided for me, I made sure that it fit in that composition notebook. I always had glue sticks on their tables so that they could insert them into their notebook. And that was where they kept everything. So they got something, they glued it in, it was instantly there. If they were ever absent, then there was a bin that had file folders that had the dates and they could go get any of those assignments so they could glue them into their notebooks. 
So how the notebooks worked is that you can walk around the classroom and monitor during independent work or whenever you feel like it. If you're wanting to have a specific time where you have them open them all up, whether it's bow work, you have them open them up and you can go through and you can grade without them turning them. On the flip side, you could also have a certain day that you have a certain class turn in their notebooks. So on Tuesdays, and then you would return them back on the next day. If you so choose to do that, I found that I saved a lot more time if I could grade things during class rather than collect them. But with the notebooks, if I did ever collect them, I had them in a milk crate and I could put them up on a counter. And then when students came in, they could find their notebook once again. It also kept things very private and confidential because it was in a notebook. No one could see their grades. So I could have a student helper return those during the class without worrying about another student seeing their grades because it was all contained in the notebook. Now, this last idea, I never put it into practice with my own class, but as a parent, I have seen the elementary teachers use this really well and I've loved it when some teachers have used it and then I have really noticed a difference when others haven't. So if this scenario might work for you, then go with this as well. Having a folder for your class, a dedicated folder to your class, whether it's a color and you have it clearly labeled so students know that it's for you and then one side of the folder, so one pocket is labeled return back to school. And the other one is labeled keep it home. And then when you hand things out, whether you're returning them or if you're handing them assignments, they know which side of the folder to put it inside. And I will say that the more durable folders like the plastic ones work a little bit better, but that may or may not fit into your budget. So those are my thoughts on helping students organize themselves. The other thing is, is that when I was teaching and staying organized myself was to have a written agenda on the board and maybe you have a place where you can note any assignments that they will be expected to complete in that class period. But then you also have information as far as key points in your lecture or your instruction that you're going to be given. One of my professors who was brilliant at mentoring and really modeling good teaching is that he would let us know that here's the agenda and these are the things we're gonna go over. And if I skip any of these, make sure you remind me so that I come back to them. He kind of played it off as if he were the absent-minded professor and I'm still trying to question to this day, was he really absent-minded or was he having it so that we would pay attention to whether or not he talked about each of the things so that we would be more attentive to his lecture and what he was teaching us. So that's another thing that I really like to do is have that up on the board. It wasn't like the standards, but it was just a quick idea of what was going to be happening that day. And then having that specific area that students know what their assignments are. And you can have them transfer that somewhere, whether your school has a planner and you're practicing having them write down their assignments. I typically didn't do a lot of homework 
because I was trying to give them feedback during class and I felt like when I would give them things and leave the class and that's when the questions would arise and I was not there to answer the questions. So digital is one of my favorite things. So having things digitally turned in, but then also having a notebook for students to do things by hand in class for their notes, for any of that was also a great way to help my students stay organized. If you have any sort of question that has to do with teaching secondary, any multiple prep questions, even any questions from a former system principal's perspective, make sure that you send those to me. You can email them to me or you can also send them to me on Instagram in a DM at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.